pase lo que pase, la vida continúa. Immigrant Voices, documenting the undocumented. Pase lo que pase, Hello, my name is Yolanda, and I'm a DACA recipient. This December, I was able to go to Washington, D.C. It was in order to demand a Clean Dream Act. And it was a very empowering experience. Um, this national organization called United We Dream actually flew in a lot of people from different states uh, to Washington, D.C. in order to do a lot of actions around there. One of the actions that we did was we actually got into smaller groups and we got to go into senators' offices and just take up space and chant and share our stories and just listen to each other. And it was it was a really good experience. There was a lot of emotion. There's a lot of people who have gone through so much more than I have. They're still there. They're still speaking up. They're still trying to fight and speaking up for those that are still living in the shadows. One story that really stuck to me was there was this 14-year-old girl who didn't qualify for DACA because she was too young. Her her mom, she didn't work because she had to take care of her son. And so the dad would work a lot, two jobs sometimes, and so the daughter wouldn't be able to see him. And for so long, this girl had so much anger towards her father because she felt like he didn't want to spend time with her. But as she grew older, she knew that it was only because they needed the money. They needed her brother's medication. They needed to pay rent. They needed to pay bills. They got evicted from a few places a few times. As the girl grew older, she just kind of understood more things. And she said, you know what, like, it's not fair that a lot of people don't want me here just because of my legal status. And she started organizing and now she's 20 years old and she's so well spoken. And it was such an inspiration to hear her story because I know I haven't gone through that many hardships. It does affect us emotionally, knowing that we are DACA recipients that we don't know what's going to happen to our future but being in an office in a senator's office making noise and chanting just made you feel so welcoming like you were in a place that you belonged being in Humboldt County at HSU it's really hard to find that community here and I still struggle even though it's my third year here I do still struggle trying to find that community and whenever I'm feeling a bit sad or missing my parents it's really hard to talk to somebody about my situation you know people tell you they understand but they really don't that fear of getting that phone call from my parents saying that they're no longer here really it really affects you and it can take a toll on your grades you just like your personal life in general after DC, I think that I'm in a better <laughs> mental state. I'm definitely more encouraged to organize and make humble a more welcoming community for the undocumented and documented and AB540 students. Just to encourage them that it's not it's not the end, that we're here for a reason and that we belong here, that we matter, that we've worked and that we deserve for everything that we have. It's not fair that just because we don't have a paper, it's one piece of paper and a number that we may not have, but that doesn't define who we are. Our experiences, the challenges that we have overcome, and everything that we learn is what defines us. And I think that's really important for other documented and undocumented students to remember. You matter, that you are allowed to speak up, and that there are going to be times where you're going to be scared and you're going to feel alone. Those experiences only make you stronger. 
Immigrant Voices is a Flobo production recorded in Arcata, California. Find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you.